Good morning. Welcome to another morning of morning meditations. And I'm uh, excited again to just be able to get into the Word with you. I I rejoice over yesterday's broadcast, the things that we were talking about, Jesus in me. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful truth. And I think we miss it so much, but I'm going to continue uh, just a little bit farther with that today. So uh, let me give you my information and then we'll get right into the broadcast, uh, the message that God has for us today. It's lhart07 at aol.com. That's lhart 7 at aol.com. And thank you for listening and I pray God will bless you richly. Well, yesterday we were sharing about Jesus revealing that when you see him, you see the Father, and he goes on to talk about the things that he's been doing, which proves that it's the Father working in him, and that we have that same ability and capacity now that he is in heaven, but his Holy Spirit is in us. Now, he deepens that a little bit in what we want to share today. Remember that Jesus is teaching his apostles. He, he's had that little, what we call the Last Supper. He's met with them. He has washed their feet. He's directed them in how they're to love and care for one another and told them he's going away and they can't go right now. Later they'll go. And he tells them to not let their hearts be troubled. They believe in God, believe in him. And and he goes on teaching, teaching, teaching because he wants them prepared. Just as you and I need to be prepared today. We live in a world that uh, literally hates Christ is against Christ. And if you don't believe it, just check around a little bit and mention the name a little bit and you'll see some resistance. But but I want to tell you that he was preparing them and he's preparing us that we might live a life that is what we might say victorious, uh, but it is a life that reflects the wonder and the glory of God. Well, in the verse 15 We stopped at verse 14 yesterday, so I'm picking up in verse 15. If you love me, this is in John 14, you will obey what I command. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Let me just stop and comment a little bit here. I want to cover more, but if you love me, you'll obey what I command. If you love Jesus, you're going to obey him. You're going to do what he says. He says, this way you prove that you love me is by doing what I say. You can say you love me, but if you don't obey me, then you don't love me. I mean, I hear people say all the time, I believe the Bible. I believe everything in the Bible. But I question sometimes the reason is because they don't know what's in the Bible. A lot of times people read the Bible and they find something in there that They don't like, they don't understand it, and they just kind of say, no, I don't agree with that. Well, it's all the Word of God, and and it has His purpose and meaning, and so we're to believe Him and trust Him when we understand it or don't understand it. But He says, if we love Him, we'll obey Him. And He says, when you love me and obey me, I am going to ask the Father, and He will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Now, that word counselor is a Greek word, parakletos. It means one called alongside. And the word another here, when he says another counselor, 
that word another means exactly the same, means that he will be exactly as Jesus. So when you say, Jesus is in my heart, or you could say the Holy Spirit is in my heart because they are the same. Even though uh, Jesus is distinct from the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit's distinct from Jesus, they are one and the same. So uh, I know a lot of times you say, well, uh, where is Jesus? You say, he's in my heart. Well, that's true, but he's in your heart in the person of the Holy Spirit. And so when we look at this scripture, he says, he will send another one just like me. He will be with you forever. Okay, now watch what happens. He says, the spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. Now see, pay attention to the truth that he's laying forth here. Another counselor's coming. I'm going to pray the Father for those that love me and keep my commandments that he's going to send the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. Where I've been with you, he's going to live in you. And he says, I will not leave you as orphans. That is, as without comfort. He says, I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live you also will live. Now, there's a lot of truth in these verses, to even pointing forward to the resurrection when we will be caught up to be with the Lord. But what he's really emphasizing here is that we won't be left here without help, without comfort. The Holy Spirit is going to come to dwell in us. And he says, it won't be long. The world won't see me. He's going to the cross. He's going to die. But when he's resurrected, he's going to show himself to those that are his followers, but the world will not see him. They don't love him. They don't keep his commandments, and so they will not see him. And now he says, on that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Oh, just let that sink in for a moment. He says, on that day, that when he has resurrected and the Holy Spirit has come on the day of Pentecost, he says, on that day, you will know that I, talking about Jesus, am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Man, you can't get better than what we're seeing here. I, I like to picture this uh, of thinking about it one time i i fixed up a little box uh, thing i had a box and on the top of it it had father and then when you took the lid off of it there was another box and it had jesus and you took the lid off of it and it said me and then when you took the lid off of it it had holy spirit that's the picture he's given here and when satan comes against us he has to come through the father and when he gets through the father he meets jesus and when he gets through jesus he meets you but when he thinks he's got you the holy spirit's living in you i'm telling you we have victory in jesus and here is marvelous marvelous truth but it's about the Holy Spirit. Jesus is preparing them. Later, he's going to say to them, because they're they saying, we don't want you to go away. We don't, we don't understand all this. How can it be better for us if you go away? But he's saying, because now I'm here, but I'm not in you, so you can be without me at certain points, but I'm there. But when the Holy Spirit comes, I'll be with you 
always, forever, he says, I will be with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never depart from you. The Holy Spirit in us. But listen, church, today there is so little emphasis on the Holy Spirit, and we do just about everything we do without any thought of God, the Holy Spirit working in us. Uh, One author has written a book, The Forgotten God, because the Holy Spirit is God, just like Jesus is God and the Father is God. And we forget that today Jesus is at the right hand of the Father in heaven, but his Holy Spirit is alive in every believer. But here's the question I ask you today. He lives in you if you are a Christian. If you've been born again, it means the Holy Spirit has come to dwell in you. But does he have authority in your life? Is he Lord of your life? Has the Holy Spirit captured your heart so that As Paul would say, I've been crucified with Christ, but now I live, but it's not I, it's Christ living in me. That's what we're talking about. Jesus in you, living in you, living through you, it's his life. Now, what we've seen here in this time today is that Jesus says, if you love me, Obey me, keep my commandments, and I'll have my Father to send the Holy Spirit. Now remember, now the Holy Spirit had not come to dwell in believers at this time. He'd come on individuals at times and did, but Jesus is teaching now, I'm going to send my Holy Spirit who will live in you and guide you and direct you and teach you and remind you of everything. So what he's telling us is that When we love him and we obey him, he's going to give us the Holy Spirit. Now, they had to wait after Pentecost or until Pentecost. They had to wait after the resurrection, after Jesus ascended to heaven. There was 10 days before the Holy Spirit came down. But now, when a believer receives Jesus, he receives the Holy Spirit into his life. But we must allow the Holy Spirit to live through us and work through us. Oh, listen to this truth today. Again, as I did yesterday, I say, go back and read these verses and meditate on them today and think about what it means that he's in the Father and you're in him and he is in you. It can't get any better. My friend today, let Jesus Christ rule in your heart. God bless you and have a great day. Great.